welcome back to But Why the Podcast, and we have a special episode with interview coverage from Fantastic Fest with memory that Origins of Aliens director Alexander Philippe. Take a listen. I got to see your movie earlier this morning, and holy crap. <laughs> Thank you. It blew me away. That's and awesome. I, I have to ask, um, mm-hmm. what made you kind of look at Alien and, and, its, and its making and, and its origins from one scene? Because it, it, the movie, the documentary mm-hmm. is all centered around the chest burster. Yeah. Um, so what what was that choice for uh, What How did you make that choice? Well, I mean, you know, it's, I think that the kinds of films, you know, I've been making, we've been making with exhibited pictures now, it's kind of these, uh, you know, really deep dives into cinema and culture in a way, mm-hmm. and into these kind of cultural moments, uh, like the chest burster, which I think really deserves to you know, a closer examination in a way, but uh, but you know, this film I think is very different also from the previous one. You know, that we did seventy fifty two, which is about the psycho shower scene, and you know, this one is much more of a sort of a mythological deep dive into um, you know into Alien, and I, I like to say that it sort of builds up to the chestburster as opposed to being completely focused on the chestburster. You know, in a way. Um, but it's you know, it's it's uh, just always this kind of passion that I have for digging deep into these cultural moments and trying to figure out exactly what what happened why you know why did it um have such an impact on us and one of the most beautiful things for me because i, I actually have a master's degree in religious studies and anthropology mm. so myth making and talking about culture and myth and how it affects people like that's something that like hit me as awesome. soon as it started getting talked about in the film because that's what my background is sure um how did you go about kind of uh, finding the people to talk on the yeah. on the confluence of myth that happens in Alien. Well, you know, it's just a really organic process, and I mean, I was I was really um, it was very important to me to find the right mythologists because you know, again, there's a there's a huge difference between you know what we call cinema studies and then you know what what we do, which is to make films that are a little bit of a bridge between cinema studies and the general public. You know, it's it's. It's, I think it's a different ask to say, hey, you know, go read a, a book or a thesis on Alien and then go in a dark theater and enjoy 90 minutes. Um, mm-hmm. So it has to be accessible. It has to be, you know, and, and there's a lot of people that we interviewed that, you know, were absolutely fascinating, but just too scholarly, too heady, too dry, too difficult to, you know, I mean, again, really fascinating to talk to, but not the kind of stuff that you can communicate with a, with a wide audience. And so I was very lucky that I contacted the Joseph Campbell Foundation and uh, I mean, literally within 15 minutes of me sending the email, I, I heard from from the head of the foundation who said, you know, I've got the right mythologist for you. His name is Will Lin. Um, and he's a pretty young guy. I mean, he's, you know, I think 32 or 33, you know, absolutely brilliant dude. And um, he was able to really sort of take those really huge ideas and make them, I think, really accessible and, and fun to, you know, fun to connect with. And so, um, I think without Will, it would have been a difficult movie to, to get across. And, and when you talk about like accessibility to the film, something that I, I, I really noticed and really liked is your film works for people like me who have like been life, like I don't remember my yeah. life without Alien, and like yeah. Alien just has always been there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also works for people who may just know the chestburster from a pop culture moment, and now they get sure. to know the history. Um, and like the, mm-hmm. they get to feel kind of, 
what we feel and so how how, mm. how are you uh, were you consciously trying to navigate for both fans and newcomers to alien yeah every every film that we make at exhibited pictures is is basically that and it's you know because i i obviously am a super fan i'm I, you know i study cinema i i love it with a passion and so you know, it's obviously very important to me to bring something new to the hardcore fans, to the super mm -hmm. fans. Uh, but I also, as I said earlier, I really want to be accessible to yeah. people who may not even have watched Alien. And you know, nothing makes me actually happier than, you know, going to a film festival and, and having people in the house say, you know, who raise their hand when I say, you know, has anybody not watched Alien? And there's a few hands to go up, you know, to go up. And, 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 you know, usually the first thing that they'll do right after watching Memory is they'll want to go and watch Alien, you know. So it's, it's, that's, a, that's always been very important to me to, to create that bridge. Uh, and, you know, I think we've done it now for you know, several movies. So uh, we're going to keep, keep doing that and, uh, you know, bringing the hardcore cinephiles and, uh, and the newbies together. And it's, it's a beautiful thing to watch. Um, I mean, because obviously, I think, especially in, in film, in genre, mm -hmm. especially, there mm -hmm. tends to be elements of gatekeeping within yeah. within our cultures. And then yeah. I, I do want to say, like, thank you for this film. Because it, thank it, you so it's very much. Open. I have a couple of friends who've never seen Alien. Yeah. Like, when this comes out, I'm like, hey, come Go. to my house. We're going to watch Memory. <laughs> and then we're going to watch Alien yeah, right after. Because it, yeah. it definitely serves as a really good opening. Um, awesome. I, that's, th that's my perspective anyway. No, that's um, great. Please encourage people yes. to go watch it. You know, and that's what we need. Yeah. Um, and one of my other questions too was there's uh, there are a couple of moments in the interviews mm. where um, the interviewees get really, really passionate mm. and you can kind of hear a little bit of talk back between them mm. and, and, and I assume it's you behind the camera yeah. and it, it's kept in and there's like this very human quality to it. Like yeah. there's that specific, uh. Uh, that specific moment where um, the, um, she's the woman in the blue Oh, Clark, Clark. Cool. Yes, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. she just gets very passionate about hatred. Uh -huh. About Ash. Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen something so emotional mm. in a documentary like mm. that. Like, would, I feel like sometimes that would get cut out. Yeah. Well, what what was your choice in keeping those moments in? Well, you know, I mean, that's the thing is you get you got to have. I mean, I think uh, you know. I think our films are very, you know, they're cut in a very specific way. You know, the rhythm is very sort of unique to, you know, to an exhibit A film, yeah. you know. <laughs> uh, but I think also what makes that is that I think those moments, those human moments, those emotional moments, I think are very important if you use them in the right way, you know. Yeah. And I think it's, uh, I mean, you know, Memory is a pretty dark film and it was intended to be that discourse mm -hmm. pretty dark. I mean, the, obviously the way that it's filmed. Uh, it's uh, you know you're in that sort of the, the this kind of universe you know the alien uh, universe which is not bright and, <laughs> and and fun but but you know and it needed these little sort of dabs of of humor I think and you know Clark was so wonderful and I think anytime you have someone just giving that in fact you know that kind of passion I think is wonderful I, I just um, in fact that whole sequence on Ash was not at all something that I was planning on including in the film. But I thought it was, well, first of all, it was completely relevant to, to the premise of, of memory. And she delivered it with such, uh, you know, such panache, you know, that uh, it, it just had to be in it. And was there anything that you kind of uh, found research-wise that you didn't know before you, you oh. did memory that just, like, what was your favorite thing learning in this process? Oh, a ton. I mean, you know, I think, I, you know, most of it was really sort of digging into Dan O'Bannon's archives and mm -hmm. finding all these early drawings and, and you know, uh, alternate story endings. And, I mean, there's just so much. 
that uh, there's so many ways that Alien could have gone, you know, you realize. But um, I think one of the cool things was um, there was this really early script, even before, you know, because Alien, before Alien was Alien, it was called Starbeast, and before it was called Starbeast, it was called Memory, and it was only a 30-page script. But before Memory, there was a script called They Bite, which um, Daniel Bennett had written, and um, you, you, you see the elements, a lot of the elements of Alien, in a way, but there are also certain elements that you will find in the thing, mm-hmm. which is so fascinating. And you and, and after reading that script, I was like, wow, John Carpenter must have uh, read that script. There's no way he, there's no way he didn't, you know. And uh, so it was really cool to to discover that. To me, it's this is early, early version of of it. And you can see that Dan kept really thinking about this particular story and a way to tell a story in a lot of different ways um, and uh, that was probably yeah probably the coolest discovery for me and one of the things I also really enjoyed about the film was um, a, a lot of times whenever people um, document you know big mm. pop culture and say they focus on what makes it different but in the opening of memory you're focusing on the path that it took to get here and the pieces of material comics and yes. other other films and other people that kind of create this legacy that mm. alien fits into and pushes forward how did you make that choice to include those pieces well I mean again you know once once I had sort of zeroed in on this idea um, <clears throat> on, of what memory was going to be about which was essentially an origin story and uh, you know I really wanted to kind of explore um, you know all of all of the elements that in a way Dan O'Bannon ingested um, to you know, to create this story, and you know, it's remarkable that that uh, uh, you know the, this the storyline of Alien was a story that existed in the beer realm for a long time. You know, from it's the terror from beyond space to Planet of the Vampires, Queen of Blood. I mean, that's pretty much the same story. And had Roger Corman had had his hand, you know, he had his hands on Alien, but had he produced it uh, for whatever a million dollars or two. Uh, it would have probably been yet another, you know, B movie, and I think Roger Corman realized that, you know, he needed to, you know, that they, that you know, Daniel Bennett and Ronchi said needed to find, you know, uh, a, a, you know, more funds to to make it the film that it is. So, um, uh, yeah, I'm just, I, I just find it really fascinating that that story. Uh, just couldn't quite break through, and it took it took O'Bannon and Giger and Scott, and of course all the incredible people that, that worked on the film as well, to, to make it what it is. Awesome. So, what's next for you? Well, we just finished a film on The Exorcist, actually, with William Friedkin, which premiered at the Venice Film Festival a couple of weeks ago, and uh, will be you know will be first on the festival circuits and pretty prestigious festivals. I can't, I'm not liberty yet to say where, <laughs> although I, I can say BFI London uh, next will be coming up, uh, and then yeah, we're hoping to release that pretty soon. But that's a, that's a deep dive into The Exorcist, but very specifically and exclusively from. William Friedkin's perspective. So uh, it's very different than what you might expect. Amazing. Thank yeah. you so much for talking with me today. And My pleasure. Thank you for your film. Thank you it's, very much. It was amazing. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.